All right, we're here today. We're here today sitting down with the uh, one of the champions and legends of rugby league. And you probably, some people could call the bad boy of rugby league, <laughs> Chris Walker. Welcome to the uh, Rich Life Projects, brother. Rich, I've heard a lot about it. Mate, I've known you for a long years, mate. So pumped to be sitting uh, sitting here talking about my life, but yeah, I can't wait to, oh, to delve in there and get into oh, some deep, dark places, we got mate. some deep stuff? Oh, <laughs> the bad boy rugby league. What's been happening lately anyway, of late? Mate, been very busy um, yep. of late. Yeah, we've just launched um, our, our vodka, yep. premium vodka out of the Gold Coast, Australian vodka. Um, we launched that last November. Yep. So uh, the height of COVID, everyone sort of yeah, got yeah. into got into the habit of, oh, well, the bad habits of drinking. Drinking. And um, yeah, we're just doing that. And then obviously, um, you know, Fund My Challenge. Yep. Yeah, we raise money for charities, foundations, and people in need. Yep. It's funny that you mentioned, yeah, come from a bad boy to, to raise yeah, the money yeah. for, for people and, and charities is, is you know, yep. a little passion project project for me so yeah been pretty busy yeah i've um, also got the three kids and the wife at home too so um oh, yeah busy 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 mate. busy so uh and uh obviously the fun my challenge it's everything uh sort of happening with that raising raising money for the kids and and yep. uh all different charities as, as you say um what's sort of coming up in the future for that at the moment? Yeah, we've got, um, obviously, you know, with all the stuff that's been going on with mental health, you know, the yep. late uh, Paul Green, who I play yeah, a lot of yeah, footy yeah. with at Origin. Very sad, um, yeah. We've got the freeze-off challenge, which we did last year. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. We launched that last yeah. year. Cause, and then, mate, um, you know, five days prior to Paul Green taking his life, one of yep. our one of our other mates, uh, Michael Purcell, who I played football with yep. um, as a, you know, when I came back and played for the Jets, yep. an Indigenous kid, so talented, had the world at his world at his feet. Had, you know, could could do things on the footy field that yeah. not many other kids could do. And yeah, you know, unfortunately, he took his his own life really? um, five days before Greeny. So oh, wow. yeah, you know, a, a really yeah. good challenge coming up. It's for mental health, and I didn't yeah. know this until last year. We launched this um, challenge last November. It's called Freeze Off. Yeah, it's a Freeze Off okay. challenge. So. Go have a an ice bath or a cold shower yep. for forty seconds oh, yeah, yeah, of your yep, day yep, because, yep. man, I didn't know this. The statistic around the world that every forty seconds, yep. someone around the world takes their own life. That's crazy. So, isn't it? Um, yeah, man, that's a that's a really big one that we've got coming up. Yep. We've got another couple of golf challenges coming up. Twenty four yep. hour golf challenge. Oh yeah, like playing <laughs> yeah golf for twenty four hours. Yeah, playing on oh, it. Playing wow. on it. We're, we're just working it all out with with drum and golf at the moment. Yeah, and okay. big swing that. Yeah, we go in. We play on their simulators for twenty four hours. Oh, rain, yeah, okay. hail, or shine. Oh, okay, so um, it's not out in the golf course. It's not out in the golf course. Yeah, okay, yeah. I so. actually want to do one out in the golf course. Yeah, yeah. I've been thinking about that for a long time. Yeah, yeah. That's just a challenge Imagine that I want to do. Twenty four. What happens at the night? You know, <laughs> well, there's going to be plenty the of nine balls. balls. Yeah, well, it's there's a um, there's a golf course on the Gold Coast. I think that Emerald Lakes do floodlights. Oh, do they? Yeah, wow. so they play night golf. So oh, wow, that's, that's cool. one of the passions that I yeah, want to do. Yeah, yeah. So we've got that going at the yeah. moment, and then we've got another. We just finished. Benny Hannett just did a uh, 42 kilometer row on a oh, on a really? on a Concept oh, yeah, two right. rower, um, and we end up, mate, we end up having we end up raising about sixty or seventy thousand just oh, on that morning. So, wow, hey, Benny Hannett. Yeah, especially on the Gold Coast, yeah. um, he's involved with obviously C- CFM, the local radio yeah, station yeah, up yeah. there. Yeah, he's been on there for a number of years, and, and the stuff that Benny does for yeah. that community up there, wow, really, is phenomenal, mate. Yeah. So, yeah, and, he, and he just got out of the fight with uh, Justin Hodges before, and he's just about to go into a fight with, um, uh, with Paul Gallon. Paul Gallon, yeah, wow, that's so, crazy, that's crazy. So a lot happening up there. Mate, we'll see how mate, that one. Gold Coast. We'll see how that one pans. We we'll have to tell, yeah, definitely tell me about the twenty-four hour golf thing because I'm definitely, uh, I'll definitely be up. Up for that one. Yep. I love love the old golf. 
But uh, going back to, so we're going back to growing up. Yep. So you got the two brothers, three brothers, three brothers, yes, and uh, and yourself. So what was what was growing up like in the <laughs> in the Walker family? Rich, it was I. I had the best upbringing yeah. that any any kid could ever ask for. I lived um, just outside of Toowoomba, yep. um, which is about an hour, hour and a half, hour forty minutes west of Brisbane. Yeah, I, I grew up without a TV. Yeah, um, yeah, never had a TV for. I think it was about eleven years, twelve years growing yeah, up. Yeah. We we had um you know, we had horses, we had motorbikes. Yeah, so yeah. and then obviously growing up with three brothers, yep. um, Ben Shane, Ben's the elder Shane, yep. then me, then Luke. Yep. Uh and then we had, you know, the Vols boys, you know, they lived across the road from us, they young yeah, fellas right. around my age, a bit younger than me. Yeah. So we always had something to do. Yeah, well. Wow, that- and and you know what, Rich? Mate, like now, I've got yeah. three TVs in my house, yeah, yeah, and yeah. I hate it because yeah. you know what my kids do: come home from school, either jump on a, on a device yeah. or they watch TV. And yeah. as a kid, when I grew up, yeah. the first thing we did when we got home yeah. was put our school bags in our room, yeah, hundred percent, and we're outside until the sun yeah, yeah. sun went down, hundred percent. Now, back then, back when I was a kid, yeah. mum and dad used to have to come outside, find us, yeah, yeah, yeah. first and full yeah. find us because we're down the paddock, yeah. or you know, making a golf hole, or, or playing cricket yeah, during the yeah. summer, or playing footy, footy during, yeah. during the winter. Yeah. Mum and dad actually had to come and threaten us to go inside to yeah. get inside. Now I've got to tell the kids, listen, I'm going to give you a smack in the ass if you don't actually go out, it's time, find times a park. Are, times have changed, eh? Times have changed. It's a, it's a, a, just a technology world we're living in, and yeah. it's for us oldies, so to speak. And when I say old, he's running in our 40s. Yeah. But it's just the times has changed so much. They haven't. You know? and obviously, AI and all, yeah. the, all the stuff, with, what we're seeing with kids and mobile phones. And yeah, how, yeah. Especially during COVID, like yeah. it all changed. So, oh, yeah. Um, but I, I always encourage my kids to go yeah. you know, play it down. We've got a footy field just around the corner from our yeah. place. So you know, I, I say to my young fella, Chase, and Nala, she's – that that's Chase's twin. Yeah, she's into a footy as well. With oh, Oz nice, tag and nice, touch, and then cool. my oldest one, Harper, she's yeah. fourteen. She's into the footy as well. So yeah. my kids, I don't really have to entice them to go outside too much because yeah, yeah, yeah they you know, uh, watching they, their nephews and yeah, yeah, and, watching their cousins anyway. and um, yeah, playing netball and yep. running and, yep. and and playing sport. So they're very active, my yeah, kids. Yeah. But mate, since when I grew up, oh, it's, it's, it's just it's totally different, isn't it? It's totally different. Totally different. So the growing up, obviously out in the out in Toowoomba area, is all uh, all good growing up in in regards to that. When you uh, so where where did the career start with the with the rugby league side of things? Was it in Toowoomba or had you moved to to no, Brisbane or no? We um I had the beauty of obviously having Ben come through. Yeah, my dad was a fair football player was when he, he was okay. when he was young. He played in the Brisbane comp. That's when in the seventies and eighties. That's yep. when the Brisbane comp was. Peak, and that's when yeah. you had your Wally Lewis, yeah, you know, yeah. your Greg Kanaskis, yeah. your Smoking Joe. Like they, the, they weren't into, they weren't in the they NRL. Were, they, no, they, at weren't, that in the, stage, they weren't in the New South Wales Rugby League. The New okay. South Wales used to come up and poach that's a right, lot of that's our players, right. yeah, and that's where yeah. that's where the whole rivalry between Queensland and New South, New South, Wales, South Wales was bred. Started, because yeah. back in the day, New South Wales used to come up and take our players, yep. put them in a Blues jersey, and yep. then then thrash us. Yeah, yeah, before, yeah right. before the concept of origin in, in yeah, 1980, yeah, yeah. that's the year that I was born. So, yep. um, yeah, I, I grew up there. I had Ben and Shane. Obviously, yep. they were the older guys, yep. older brothers. brothers yeah. um, so my pathway into into being picked up by the Broncos was sort of forged by Ben and Shane because yep. a guy, Cyril Connell, yep. one of the greatest talent scouts going around, yeah, true, and, and is regarded still today. Yeah, um, he picked up. 
Ben, yep. uh, when Ben was about 15 or 16, yeah, really, he had a yeah. bit of talent. And yeah. then obviously he's looked through the, the brothers, the brothers all, and yeah, went, right, okay, I've got well, Shane coming through, Chris yeah. coming through, and then yeah, Luke right. coming through. So we, yeah, my pathway into first grade was a little bit yeah. easier than most guys who have to, you know, it was easier than than what Ben had it because yeah, yeah, okay. even when I was grade you know, nine, yeah. I was coming down watching Ben play first grade, so yeah, I was right. knocking around with Wendell and yeah, knocking around yeah, with Al. Yeah, like yeah, you yeah. know, I I knew those players on Already. a personal level before I even got down there. Yeah. So it was it was my little my transition from school into yeah. into playing first grade was probably a lot easier than what yeah. other guys got. Yeah, um, you know, but I come from a family of, of four oh, boys. Right, yeah. It just rugby league sort of blood. Yeah. anyway. and then my mother, her her brother Paul Mills, he used to play for Queensland Reds. He oh, was, really? He was okay. playing Union. So oh, okay. The bloodline, Man, was, the bloodline <laughs> was full on in there, yeah, wasn't it? It was, mate. So you uh, you played obviously for past brothers in the Queensland Cup. Yep. Uh, going into that, I think you. I think it was said that you're playing with past brothers plus playing with the Broncos. Yeah, yeah, we're playing. The, we're playing. Brothers was our feeder club. Yeah, yeah. So okay. we, so we, so if you didn't make your first grade, yeah, you know, the top twenty-five. Yeah, yeah. Um, if you're a fringe top twenty-five, you go back. You play reserve yeah, grade. Yeah. Um, and brothers was our club. Then we went to the Toowoomba Clydesdales. Yeah. Um, so I went. I I was fortunate enough to go back and have a few games with the Clydesdales. Yeah, okay. where it all started for yeah, me. Yeah, right. In Toowoomba. Yeah. Um, and then and then yeah, you know, just kicked on from there and. You know, I think ninety nine. I, I debuted. Yeah, yeah, nine ninety nine. Against, yeah, against the sharks, against the old sharkies. Yeah, against the sharkies. I remember, I remember playing in that game because my my idol growing up and still to this day yeah. is Stephen Oof. Well, I love him. Like, yeah, I think, okay. I think, he, I think he, like, he's the most gifted player. Yeah, that I, like, I love him. He's, he he's was my a great player. I still, you know what? I still get photos. How embarrassing this! I fangirl him all the time. Yeah. Every time I see him, I always get a photo <laughs> with him. Anyway, I debuted that game because. Steve Renouf was out. Yeah, okay. So, oh, okay. So I was 18th man. Yeah. And then um, I think two days or three days, or it might have been captain's run two days before the game. Yeah. Steve Renouf had to pull out because I think he might have had a ha- hamstring injury. And then yeah, okay. Wayne gave me a start. Yeah, right. And I remember playing another guy I used to love watching play football was David Peachy. Oh, and I remember um, go- we got beaten that game. I remember go- it was debut. I remember Gordon made a bit of a break. Yeah. And I come off him and he's popped the ball to me off. Like we were probably 15 minutes coming out of our line. Yeah, right. And I thought, here we go. I'm gone. I'm going to score a 70-metre try here. Next minute, Dave Peachy just comes up. Wow. Just a big go-go gadget hand just grabs me by the back of the neck and just reaches yeah, to the ground. Really? I remember it as clear as day. <laughs> you thought you were away. I thought I was away, right? I thought, yep, you know, how cool is this? Yeah. Dream. In my head, I, I still remember it. I mean, in my head, I'm like, dream debut. I'm going to get the ball. I'm going to score. I'm going to go 70 metres. Oh, so you can't, you can't, you can't get, be that. Next minute, Dave Peach just goes, nah, Grab wrong. He, he was a great player too for the for the Sharkies yeah, too, wasn't he? Was, he was a terrific player. Phenomenal. Just a real gifted yeah, football player, and yeah. I used to love watching Dave play. It was yeah. it was unreal. He's, he's, you know, like Preston Campbell, those guys, oh, awesome. He, he, he's coming along too. Even uh, Preston Campbell, but his son, yeah, Jay, for the yeah. playing for the Gold Coast. He's, oh, I love watching him play. Yeah, I so do. He's I. just a football he's, player. Yeah, he just he steps. He's yeah. his vision for the game. He's yeah, he's real. You know, for a young young talent, very gifted. Yeah, I, I love watching him too. And what's um so what's you know, you're playing for Brisbane. Obviously, you played for a few clubs in the NRL, but uh, being Queensland, uh, you know, playing for Brisbane. Yep. Once you're in, once you're in the side, the first grade side, and then you are with the Wendell Sailors, and you, and I think you had done a stint with your brothers as well there at one yeah. stage. What's the, you know, obviously as a young young man, what's what's the feeling and you know the mindset in in regards to going? Well, here I am because a lot of a lot of rugby league. 
youngsters, they get to the first grade. Yep. And it's like fighting. They, you know, they're fighting around the 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 regional scenes. They make it to, you know, the UFC or the big company. And then they think they've made it already, you know. And then obviously, you know, it's all about oh, well, I play for the Broncos or I fight for the UFC, you know. And they're yep. out there looking for free stuff, or they're just they loving their loving their sort of situation. What was it like for you? Well, Richard, it was a, it was is different, I guess, from other clubs because yeah. we had Wayne Bennett. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say so. Wayne the, the Bennett, master of all, all he, coaches. He's the master, and yeah, you know, technically, he probably isn't the best coach that I've ever had. I could probably give that to. To Craig Bellamy, the yeah. way that he pulls the teams apart. Yeah, but Wayne would never let you get ahead of yourself. Yeah, and if right. he did, he'd, he'd be very, very quickly to pull you back to earth. So yeah, okay. Yeah, there were times there where you had to have the you know a, a good conversation with myself. Or, yeah, yeah. And, and the thing is, I, I was knocking around with Wendell too. So yeah, yeah. Um, and you know, back in those <laughs> days, I think uh, there was yeah, a few went, things coming yeah, out about and, Wendell. And Wendell was, Wendell was full of confidence. So yeah, yeah. Um, you he, know, was, he was a big lad too. So yeah, and and, a, and an even bigger personality. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it, you know, you'd, as a young kid, you know, you're bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. You're looking up to Wendell yeah. Saylor, and he's mouthing off at players on the other team. Yeah, but, yeah. but he could because he'd, you know, he'd playing for Australia, playing for Queensland, yeah, he's, probably the best winger in the comp. Yeah. So you know, you, you get you get caught up with a bit of a bit of shit talk. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Again, yeah, and then Wayne would go, listen, Chris. Yeah, you know, you're shit talking, yeah. Andrew Eddinghausen. Come on, pull your head in. Like, yeah, <laughs> you know, or you know, one of the other greats of the game. Yeah, like, Walks, you played yeah, five when, games. Wendell mate. Saylor was doing yeah, it. Yeah, Wendell was doing. <laughs> I remember, I remember playing against the Newcastle Knights, and I was playing, I was playing centre, and Wendell was playing on the wing. Yeah. And Joey threw this ball, threw a cutout ball to his winger, but the winger didn't catch it, and it actually hit the the linesman. Oh, did it? Right. Wow. So they walk into the scrum, yeah. and Wendell's mouthing off at him. And I used to love Joey. I yeah, still yeah, love Joey. Yeah, he's a good. He's a good dude. He was mouthing off at. He was mouthing off at Joey. Yeah. And Joey's flung around. He thought it was me. Oh yeah. And I'm like, no, no, no. It was Wendell. It was Wendell. <laughs> I'm looking at him going, no, it was Wendell. Yeah, don't, yeah. don't come at me, mate. Don't come at me. I'm, I'm only. I'm only send all, send yeah. all the boys in. <laughs> so um, yeah, but we had. I mean, playing outside of Wendell was good. Like yeah, he, yeah. And thing about Wendell, he, he didn't t- take himself too serious. Yep. And he, you know, he used to pay himself out. He used to. Yeah, yeah. He used to rip into the teammates, but that yeah. was all about the team. Back yeah, then. it yeah. was all yeah. You know, build a bit of culture. That's right. Not players, not yeah, you know, taking themselves too serious. Too seriously, yeah. Which you know you need that, especially in a high intensity. Yeah, you know, testosterone, high, yeah. a lot of men. Yeah, you know, with the and also to the pressure, league. the high pressure oh, of the of the, of the game know, of the game, and yeah, you know, the spectators. Yeah, it was just good to go to train and have Wendell just pay out. Like he used to give it to Wayne. Yeah, yeah, he used to true. give it to yeah, right. you know, from the youngest to the yeah. oldest player. You weren't yeah. safe. Yeah, because yeah. Wendell would just tee off on you. Yeah, really. So, but but it was good. It was all yeah. that good jest and good banter. Yeah. But it also brought you back down to earth, and it also took that pressure. Yeah. The high pressure that you're always going to have yeah. playing first grade away from yeah because you, know, you just yeah you know, your mind would go somewhere else and you'd yeah hundred percent just yeah you know, just take yourself but yeah off. being under Wayne like a lot of people a lot of people say you know Wayne Bennett's one of the best coaches which he is in the NRL but yeah just being having that sort of um, having that blessing of being under him as a as a player. You know that's that would be you know definitely something special as you say when he when he's got that sort of skill of bringing you back down to earth you know when you when well, you think you're getting too far ahead of yourself he's been doing it for hundred years so he, I was going to say I think, I think he is close to hundred isn't he I think he's hundred and seven I think <laughs> <laughs> I think he's the oldest coach in history of any sport yeah at, at the elite level but 
but look, you know, yeah, I had, I had a good relationship with Wayne. Obviously, yep. Wayne coached my dad. Yeah, oh, back back in the, when Dad was playing in the Brisbane. Oh, club. okay, yeah, right. Eighty one, eighty two. He was playing. Dad went to Brothers, and Wayne yep. was the coach. So, yeah, we we had that relationship yeah, with yeah, Wayne too. Up, so, so you debuted nineteen ninety nine against the Sharks. Obviously, the year two thousand Broncos won the premiership. You weren't in the team? No, I was injured. I was out injured. From what, what was the injury? Um, I think I had syndesmosis on my right ankle. Yeah, right. Yeah. Whatever that is. Yeah. On the high, high ankle sprain. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah, so we- um, That would have been, been a bit of a bummer, seeing the boys sort yeah. of win that premiership, and then you're sort of like, oh, I'm not in the team, I'm, but I'm, obviously you've been still involved because you're in the first grade. But I still partied like I won the conference. Oh, 100%. <laughs> partied, like, partied like the tomorrow? Yeah. So with 2001, you you travelled uh, with the Broncos to England. Yep. Uh, in what they class as the, like the World Club Challenge. Challenge. What's yep. what's that experience like? Obviously, it's like the grand final of grand finals between England and Australia. Yes. Um, and so, you did you did get a start in in that. I, I got a start in the I got a start in the game. Um, I was on the bench. Yep. So Justin Hodges was actually the 18th man. Oh, okay. I was I was um, I was in the team, but on the way over, I, I actually got a boil on my right leg. And oh no! Yeah, way. like he got my leg got pretty infected. Yeah. And Wayne said to me before the game, he said, "I'm not going to play, so I'm going to put Hodjo in it um, in your replacement." But yeah. I was over in England anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was a two week piss up. It was, yeah, un- it was yeah, unbelievable. Right. Like, I think we got Wayne on the drink one night. Really? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think we drank. We're over there for about. 14 days, I think we drink for 13 of them. Really? Yeah. So, so those, those sort of things when you when you see our, our clubs who win the premiership go over, that's because you've gone all year, absolutely hell for leather, yep. you win the premiership, which is the goal of all Australian rugby league players is win a grand final, so to speak. So realistically, going to England to, to play their best is really only just a, let's well, just go a, over a bit of a holiday at the was, same time. It was a team, it was a team morale Building exercise, okay. like they were, I think they were in. The, they were about. I think they might have even played maybe two or three of their rounds, oh, and we hadn't even yeah, started okay. the season yet. Oh right, so it, it was more like a trial match. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And I remember Wayne picking me. Yeah. Anyway, we it was freezing. It was that cold. Oh, I remember man. sitting on the bench, <laughs> and this is the thing: I never even got to play. Yeah. I sat on the bench for eighty minutes, and Wayne didn't put me on. Oh my god! I was filthy <laughs> and freezing, and freezing. So I, so I was by the end of the match because because oh. you're so cold over there. Yeah. Every five minutes, Craig Bellamy, he was our trainer, yeah, okay, and he was assistant coach. He used to go right out. Every five minutes, come on, boys, we're going to warm up. Yep. So I'd warm up at one end of the field. Th- thinking you might get a run thinking soon. Thinking you're going to get on. And you know what the English fans are like? They're crazy. They yep. just, they hemmy up. Yeah, yeah, 100%. By the end of it, I had five minutes to go and I still hadn't <laughs> been on and they were hammering me. <laughs> when are you getting on, you loser? And <laughs> when are you getting on, you loser? Like they just, oh. they were hammering me. Oh, you're not even getting on. You've come all the way from Australia. <laughs> you're not even getting on the field. And they just hammered me. And yeah, I was true. like, right, I. And then after the game, Wayne walked over and said, oh, mate, listen, sorry. I was I was actually, I remember being a little bit disappointed, a bit filthy yeah, on yeah, it. Yeah, you know, I travelled all that way, but yeah. he goes, he goes, it's a big occasion because he was going to take me. He was going to, he was going to, um, obviously, when when I, when my leg got infected, the yeah. doctor actually said to him, and I didn't know this. Yeah, and I sat down with the doctor, and he goes, I oh, know, I told Wayne not to put you on. And he said oh, because, yeah, really, he said because in, uh, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a contact sport. It's a brutal sport. Yeah, if someone hits you hard, yep. and it bursts in there, yep. and the and the pus goes in. Yeah, he said it could infect your whole system. Oh, really? Could have got into your bloodstream. This is what the doctor told me. I don't know yeah, yeah. True. And I just went, oh yeah, right. Yeah. But apparently, if I, you know, if I got had it, because it was pretty badly yeah, infected, yeah, true. 
Like it was huge. Like it was really, yeah, it was massive. Wow, I had it strapped up and everything. And then he goes, mate. He said, I couldn't, I couldn't. I told Wayne not to put you on. Oh, really? That's a bummer. Yeah. yeah. So, but I still got to party like I was. Yeah, yeah. Oh, mate, party we, like we, it wasn't tomorrow. We had so much fun that trip. I still like guys. Vivid remember everything. It was yeah. crazy. Yeah, they're good. They're good memories that to yeah. die for. Those ones, and, I think. And also, too, being a young kid from yeah, Toowoomba, yeah. hadn't travelled first class before, uh, business class before. So we, oh, so obviously, yeah. yeah, being a world club challenge, I yeah. think, yeah, we 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 flew business class, and I thought oh. I was a duck's nuts. Yeah, I was like, the, it was all paid for. Yeah. Everything, everything was just I've laid on. The top. Oh, I've reached the top, baby. I've reached. <laughs> I've got my Broncos jacket on. I've reached oh, the top. Yeah. You know, I'm hanging around with the first graders, oh, wow. and then yeah, obviously. Um, yeah, that that year was yeah you know, pretty successful year for me. So I yeah. came back and played yeah. Origin in two thousand and one. Yeah, yeah. So the uh, so the some of the before the Origin sort of games, obviously some of the um, the uh, teams you've played for Brisbane Broncos, yep, Sydney Roosters, uh, or oh, South Sydney Roosters. Sorry, Sydney Roosters, Gold Coast Titans, Cattle and Dragons. We'll get into Parramatta Eels and the Ipswich. Ipswich uh, Jets. Jets. So your final year in the Broncos, you're one of the top try scorers for yep. the season. I think with Darren Lockyer and, and I think there, no, I think it was top, uh, yeah Lottie Lottie and, and Lockie and Lockie. So uh, that that's your final final year with the Broncos, and you leave the Broncos to go uh, to South Sydney. Yes, was that the con- like finishing with the Broncos? Was that um, like a contract? <laughs> Finishing up, or you wanted to no, change, or we'll see what happened in in two thousand. I think it might have been two thousand and one or two thousand and two. I started seeing a girl from um, Sydney. Oh, okay, and she was a soap star. She was on Home and Away, and yep. we sort of we sort of got it tangled up. And yep. I probably wasn't thinking with the right head, and I left, yep. went down to Sydney for the yeah, wrong reasons. Right. I looking back at it as a forty two year old, I should have. I should have stayed under Wayne. I had yeah. the opportunity to stay at Did Wayne. You? Yeah, okay. I signed a I um, signed a contract with South Sydney for three hundred and fifty grand. And, yeah, you know, as a twenty two oh, year old, that sort of money damn. being thrown at you. 100%. Broncos offered me. I think at the time they Broncos offered me two hundred and fifty grand. Yeah, yeah. But because I I had the I yeah. had the, I had the girl down down yeah, in Sydney yeah. and yeah. wasn't probably thinking like I said wasn't thinking yeah, with yeah. the right head and I just went down there made all the wrong decisions and yeah, yeah my family. Who I'm very very close with, yeah. Uh, my three brothers and my yeah, mum yeah. and dad, we're yeah, we're very yep. very tight. And going down there wasn't the right thing. Shane, my brother, he ended up following me down there. I gave, oh, okay. I actually gave some some of Shane's some of my money to Shane, some yeah, of my yeah. contract money to, okay. to just to prop his. Like they yeah, gave yeah. him a good contract, but just to prop him up yeah, as yeah. well. But yeah, we went down there. It just wasn't. Yeah, it just. Just didn't, didn't. I was didn't there for six right. months, and yeah, you know, South Sydney. You only, had, only had the five games with with South. With South, and then I left, and then I yeah, left. Okay. Um, there was there was some contract things that that people don't know about yeah, that yeah. I was having disputes with South, yeah. and just went, you know what, yeah. this is not working for me. You can have your money back, and then I end up signing with um, uh, the Roosters. The Roosters, yeah, went on to the which, Roosters. Which at the time, Rich, because I was from Queensland, I didn't yeah. know the rivalry between. South and Roosters was really thick. Yeah, yeah, right. And the death threats that I was getting when I was at South. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like when you left, when you left South, um, you know the, you know the details that are that are out there is with the death threats and, um, yeah, tell us some like some of those death threats. Like that's that's crazy. I mean, the, you, you can understand like AFL, NRL. There's fan, there's certain fans that just go 
above, above, like, just above and wait. beyond with stupidity of yep. death threats and all these sort of things. But once you, yeah, you're saying once you left South, so that's when the death threats, because you went to, to Sydney Roosters, which were, not yeah. knowing to you, the, the rivals of, of, yeah, of, of Sydney. That's right. They're both sort of half eastern suburbs, you know, South teams. and east, yeah. So this is like... Yeah, we see it. We see it with social media now yeah, with these yeah. kids now. Yeah, you know, what they're getting tossed at, like yeah. nothing to compare to what my death threats were. Really, and, I, yeah. and I'm not saying that to be a big no, hero, no, no, but no. back then, you know, it was like, these guys actually sat down. Yeah. I don't know who they were or yeah. how many they were. Yeah, um, but there was all up about twelve or thirteen death threats that I was getting from different guys. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, telling me that they're going to shoot me, stab me, kill me, whatever. Yeah. Um, right. So, you know, I know that. Yeah. You know, and you're still being young, young, twenty I, year old, yeah. whatever, whatever and, and age. But I just remember, I remember getting them. I remember the first one I got. I remember thinking, oh, one of the boys is playing it. Playing a pranky, yeah, yeah, right. And I didn't really know how to deal with it because, yeah, you know, we, the NRL don't have what they've got set up with their players now. now and and no. yeah, like I said, with social media, yeah, everyone's a journo, everyone's got an opinion, everyone can yeah, be heard. 100%. And you know, I, 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 I hate it when I see. I think there was that Jackson Paulo from from South Sydney just recently. Yeah, um, Julia Robinson from um, the Brisbane Broncos. Yep. She got trolled. Yeah, like these guys. Like, come on, wake up yourself. Yes. But like, like what Wayne Bennett said to me. Yeah, if you let it affect you, yeah, it's going to affect. I think you. that was, uh, Taylor Harris. Yeah, had it down AFL, here with, yeah, the with the AFL, AFL with the kick. Yeah, you know, like, like everyone went just. But there's always going to be the fuck. Yeah, there's hundred percent. Like they're always going to have the haters. Always going to have the haters, and that's what Wayne Bennett said to me. He goes, I, I rang him because I was a little bit disturbed by it. Yeah. I said, oh. Like obviously spoke to my, my dad yeah, and my yeah. mum about it. Mum was a little bit concerned. We didn't really go into yeah, yeah. too much detail with her, but I yeah. remember sitting to dad and talking to me. His dad, dad's like, listen, Chris, they're not going to – yeah, nothing's going to happen to yeah, you. Yeah. Not, no one – the NRL, the coppers are not yeah. going to let this happen to you. That's right. And I just remember ringing Wayne. I said, Wayne, this is what's happened. He said, yeah, I've heard about it. He goes, what mate. they say? Told him. He goes, mate, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if he meant to say this, but it certainly didn't help my uh, nervousness. <laughs> he said, "He said the ones that ride it to you, yep. he said, they're not the ones that you got to worry about. He said, the ones that keep quiet yeah. are the ones you got to worry That's about. And I right. said, fuck. I said, mate, I'm playing in front of 40,000 people. I said, there's <laughs> only been 12 of them. So does that mean that there's 39,888 oh, yeah. people that want to kill is me? There, yeah, <laughs> yeah, especially these youngsters thinking going out in the field going, is there going to be a sniper in the well, in the stands or something? Like, one, of the, one of the ones was... I'm going to shoot you. I'm going to shoot like I'm going to shoot you this week at the game. So I'm playing. Yeah, wow. I'm playing on the wing, and I'm thinking, am I going to catch the ball here and just get shot? Like, I, how, how was the how was the mindset on that? Because one year it's one you got to full concentrate on what the game plan, the game is. Yep. In the back of your mind, then you got some, you know. Then, then you got the back of the mind thinking, hang on, I'm, I, like, is this dude going to actually is, shoot? Is me? this guy here with a gun, or is this guy going to? On my way out, so I had to get a police escort to my car. Yeah, you know, but I I just remember thinking to myself like, yeah, you know, what Wayne said. He said, yeah, you know, like don't worry about it. Yeah, There's just yeah. some twisted human beings out there, human beings out there that yeah, you know, I've got that yeah. mindset. He said, mate, they're the ones that send the message to you. They're the ones that you, that you don't have to worry That's about. It's crazy, isn't it? Yeah, That's so how because down here, like in Melbourne, the AFL fanatical fans, like when you go to a live game, oh, they're bro, crazy. they go crazy. Well, it's, well, it's, I mean, they're like, they're crying. They're literally, like, if they lose a game, they're crying. Yep. If they get scored against, they're, they're telling the those the, players the, that, they're oh, the useless, gonna, like, you are, I'm going to kill you. Like, it goes berserk, man. Yep. And I'm only just new to the, the AFL crowd, and I'm just looking going, wow, this it's is crazy, like, this is even eh? a step up from, like, 
like NRL crowds that I've seen, yeah. you know. They're just crazy fanatics. It was funny because my little nephew, obviously, Sam, he's playing at the Roosters, and Ben, Ben, before he left to go to the Roosters, he said, oh, listen, he said, Shane and Chris, he said, I want to take his out for dinner. He said, yeah. I, want you to, I want you to sit down and we're going to do some pros and cons with Sam before he heads down. So we gave him a little bit of an insight of what yeah. it's like. Yeah, good. You know, I, I mean, Sam got to experience a little bit – yeah, with me and yeah, Shane yeah, and Ben. So it wasn't totally foreign to him. And I just yeah. remember, I remember talking about the haters. I said to him, yeah, yeah. You know, there's the, mate, the perks is good. Yeah, it's yeah. unbelievable. Like yeah, you, yeah. You, you're going to have the next 15 to 20 years of your life is going to yeah. be a fucking ride. Crazy. I said, just buckle yourself up and get ready. Yeah. I said, but on the flip side, you're going to get these fanatics who are going to come out and they're going to hammer you on social media. Yeah. They're going to tell you you're useless, <laughs> this, this, and this. Yeah. And I remember sitting at the restaurant. And I looked around, I happened to look around, and there was this big fat mess sitting over yeah. e- eating a steak, and yeah, you know, he had sauce dripped on him yeah. and, and whatnot. And I didn't know this bloke, so I, I pigeonholed him. Yeah. I said, Sam, see that bloke over there? I said, if he walked over to you right now and told you you're useless, you're shit, you, yeah. you know, he started hammering you yeah. while I was sitting here right now, I said, what would you do? Sam goes, I'd laugh at him. I said, so they're the blokes. Yeah. They're the guys yeah. that are sitting on their couch, yeah, eating a pizza, 100%. have never played rugby league, never, ever got to that level. Yeah. I said, they're the ones that are going to hammer you. Yeah. So their opinions, who gives a flying yeah. F what, yeah. They're, yeah, you know, 100%. what they're hammering you? And he, and he had a bit of a laugh because he's, he's a smart little fellow. Yeah, yeah. And he had a bit of a laugh. I said, mate, they're the, they're the guys. Yeah. They're the guys that sit there with their phone. Yeah, yeah, and, the old keyboard you know, warriors. doing these ones. Oh, I'm yeah. going to hammer, I'm going to hammer Sam Walker today. Yeah, 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 You know what? I'm going to get out of bed today and during the game, I'm going to hammer Sam Walker. Yeah, so they're, yeah. they're th- you're living rent free in their yeah, head all day. They're already, they're already, they're, they're already doing it. They're, <laughs> they're already thinking that already. And, and he just laughed. He said, I said, mate, they're the, they're the guys. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, no, just, he's 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 a good good young player at the moment too. So uh, yeah, yeah, if he's had that input into him, he's definitely uh, definitely in the right track oh, there. Mate, I also told him that the the pros, the oh yeah, pros the pros playing. and the cons. We won't go. They might be children listening. Nah, <laughs> but well, no, so, so you got. Cut, we'll have to cut the swearing out too. <laughs> nah, 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 this is all all unfiltered here, mate. Yeah. So you got the you're in the Roosters. Uh, they lose the grand final that year. Yeah, so we 2005, lose two thousand five. I think it was no two thousand three four, four three and four. Yep. And then that basically that year is when when they sort of labelled you the bad, bad boy. the bad boy of rugby league. Uh, for that instance, with the with the roosters was a uh, altercation with police at a nightclub. Yep. Uh, then what was the procedure after that? Obviously then discipline. Got, or- I, yeah, I was in I was in Origin camp actually, and I got kicked out. I got capsing and sprayed in Origin camp. Okay. Yeah. So we had we had a bit of a team bonding session and yeah. Um, yeah, we were told not to go out. Yeah, yeah. After yeah, the session sure. had finished, and there was about I think yeah, curfew was like one o'clock, and yeah. Mate, to this day I won't mention names, but yeah. I end up venturing out with about seven um, current players. Yeah. And, but the thing is, they went home at yeah three four o'clock, and yeah, I end yeah. up I end up stupidly I was. I was, we're talking. I had I had dinner with uh, Anthony Manic- Minicello the other night, and we we're talking about the video footage, yeah. uh, the CCTV. Oh footage. yeah, yeah, yeah. Of me actually getting into a taxi, about to go home, and yeah. then these three guys having a go at me on the yeah. way through, and yeah. then you know it pans around, takes a minute to pan around, then the next minute here I was in you know, a scrap with them. So yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I mean those are, those are little things that yeah you, yeah you you have a couple of slip ups which I did. I had a couple yeah. of behavioural problems. Yeah, and yeah. and that wasn't. My behavioural problems didn't start when I was playing football. Yeah, yeah. I've always had yeah. those behavioural problems yeah, even yeah. when I was at school. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's how come 
Yeah, my mum and dad have been very supportive, very yeah, tolerant yeah. with me yeah, because, yeah. man, I wasn't the easiest kid. Yeah, no. Nah. I, I don't know what. I don't know what, what I was missing inside my brain, but I've always yeah, had yeah. those behavioural problems. Yeah, and, yeah. Yeah, I was labelled I was labelled the bad boy rugby bad, league. Yeah, bad boy rugby league, I think, because, yeah, that with the Roosters, obviously you went uh, went down to the storm. Yep. And then- I got sacked from the storm. Sacked from the storm for disciplinary yep, reasons. Uh, reasons. Yeah, well, mate, I, I was, I was down here. under Bellamy, he probably wouldn't stand for no, any of that. No, and, and that's the thing. Like, and, uh, you know, I held, I held a grudge to Craig Bellamy- for a long time about yeah, that yeah. because I thought that I didn't get the right support. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Because I was, I was, but but I certainly did. I just chose. Yeah. I just chose to ignore it. I chose yeah. to go to the casino down yeah. here at the Crown, and I was hanging around with Brendan Vavala and all those. Yeah, but not yeah. that they were a no, bad no, influence no, no, on no. me. But like I said, my behavioural problems yeah. were well before I started playing football. Yeah. But I just re- like I just remember. I just broke up with a girl that I'd left Brisbane for, yeah, so yeah, I'd uprooted yep. it my whole life. It didn't work out. Yep. So in my head, yeah. I was in a destructive mo- yeah, mode. Yeah. I didn't have the family support that I usually had and yep. I've always had all my life, yep. whether it be from Ben, Shane and Luke or, or my mom parents dad, or my yep. mum and dad. Yep. Trish and Gaz, yep. good people, awesome, love the best. Yep. Um, I didn't have that support. Yep. I, was, I just thought that I was down here by myself. By myself, yeah. Yeah, things outside of football with the breakup weren't going yep. well. I was on the piss every single yep. night. Yeah, there was there was a game there where I missed because I was drunk. Yeah, yeah, true. And that was the final straw for Craig Bellamy. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, there's there's yeah, there's certainly been a lot of things in my life that, that I'm not proud of. Yeah, yeah, 100%. but it's made me who I am yeah, today, yeah, and that's why you know I've I've got a platform to start. That's right. A thing like find my challenge to, to help other people. Yeah, 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 and, yeah. And that's what I say when you're going through that. Obviously, the storm, um, the. Then you go to the Gold Coast. Yep. Uh, obviously, injury again with the broken bone in the hand. Yes. Uh, and you have a, have a spell. Uh, again, I get myself into a bit of trouble. Kicked out of the bar with behavioural problems and all that. But then, then there's sort of the suffering of the the alcoholism and the anxiety disorder. What's obviously that's the the straw that you go right. Did you get help after that, or was it sort of like more of a these are my issues I've got. But I'll try and hide them and just continue on with my career or... Well, see, what I was doing, this is... And, you know, I, I'm still fighting today. I'm 42 years of age. I'm yeah. still fighting that whole whole thing with yep. anxiety. Yep, yeah. Um, I certainly... It's not depression. Yeah. It's, it's yeah, definitely anxiety. Now, I, yep. I hate having anxiety and it was... It was I started getting having anxiety attacks when I started playing football. When I was dating, you know, the yeah, you yeah. Know, her and I were in the limelight all the time. And I yep. found what I used to do, and I, I, I I'm aware of it, but I still yep. haven't controlled it. Yeah, yeah. When I do go into a into a into a bar or a pub yeah, or yeah. a club or a restaurant, yeah. What I do is I, f- I get really anxious, and so then yeah, I turn yeah. to the drink. Yeah, So yeah. I start drinking. Yeah. And usually, if I if I can if I can contain it, yeah. And I drink really slow. Yeah. Well then. My anxieties just go away. You yeah, know, you yeah. get that Dutch courage and you know, right, nothing right. else matters. Yeah. But what I used to find, what I'd do is because my anxiety was taken taken over me a lot, yeah. is I'd walk into a restaurant or a bar or, or a pub yeah. and I'd just, I'd neck six straight away. Yeah. Like, and then because I was, because I'd neck six, I was already well and truly on my way. Yeah, yeah. And then I'd keep on drinking because yeah. I don't have a stop button no, no, and I've got an addictive personality. Yeah. So what I was doing is I was just doing that and then losing control and yeah, you know, I'd end up spending three weeks in rehab. Yeah, um, yeah, okay. You went to rehab, yeah. As, as an inpatient when I was yep. at the Titans. And, yep. Um, I remember it was, it was certainly an eye-opener being yeah, in, in rehab. Yeah. And uh, Wayne, again, 
as soon as I got out after I finished my three weeks, Wayne yep. rang me and said, how was it? And I said, well, Wayne, yep. what I've realised yep. that there are a lot of people out there a lot worse than me. Yeah, yeah. Um, and a lot more, have a lot of deep-seated issues with their life. Like, but I, I had a very, very good upbringing. Yeah, yeah. Very yeah, good I'm upbringing. Yeah. So, you know, I, I can't, you know, I, I'd, I'd never, um, you know, I'd never blame my upbringing yeah, for, yeah. for my misfortunes yeah, yeah, or, no, or, you no. know, or, or my behavioural problems. I think yeah. just think that, you know, I, I just don't, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what what it is with me, but my yep. th- my three older brothers they never get themselves into trouble. Yeah, they call me the black sheep of the family. Actually, <laughs> so um, no, the bad boy in NRL, but oh, the bad boy of the family. Yeah, bad boy of the family. But yeah, my especially Shane, like I oh, know all, all my brothers. They just yeah, yep. we all rally behind each other, and yep. we got a very very close knit tight knit yeah, yeah. family. So and and I wouldn't have any other special. Way. It's a special thing, especially you know with brothers. As I, I have my brother as a very special bond with him as well. So I do. I definitely get that part of it as well. But then when you're at the Gold Coast, obviously you've come out of rehab. You're still playing for the Gold Coast uh, Titans. Yep. Score the first try and keep the first goal. Yeah, done. <laughs> and then you have another injury with ruptured Achilles. Yes. Twice. Twice. Twice, twice in, in one about, year. Yeah, twice in about five months. Wow. Yeah. And I remember it happening, happen, I remember, remember the day it happened. So yep. um, I hadn't, because what I used to do, because I had a really good fitness base, like my, yep. like when I, when I got, Fit, yeah. Oh, no one was fitter, yeah, yeah. Oh, they maybe one or two, yeah, yeah. We're, we're all, yeah. I was all on I was the in high the top, level, yeah. I was in the top one or two or yep. even three fittest guys in the club. So, what I used to do with my off season was it was my off season, yeah, I, okay. I, so, a lot of players, what they do is they'll finish the season, yep. they'll have two or three weeks off, yeah, then they'll start training, yeah, just. Just to get the fitness, just to back, get up fitness a bit. back up, so that way the first week of training, yeah, they're, they're, they're not they're not they're killed. Not, they're not killed. But what I used to do is I used to have eight weeks off, yeah, okay. and I used to drink piss, eat yeah. pizza, get yeah. fat, and yeah. whatnot. And then what what used to happen with me after one week, yep, yeah, I'd go from being last in the in the yeah you know, in the fat boys, yeah, yeah, to uh, it, it was awesome. For, and this was what I always used to do is I'd go. Yeah, come last the fat boys for the first week, yep. and then by the end of the second week, I was back up in the in up the, in the high yeah, level, high level. Yeah, because my fitness would just come yeah, straight yeah. back really, just really naturally quick. Naturally fit. And then um, I remember when my um, Achilles ruptured the first time, um, we did a preseason. Yeah, we just started, It was our first day back at preseason, the first week in November, and Billy Johnson was our trainer. Oh, what a he's a what a oh. what a trainer he is <laughs> when it comes to people <laughs> and fitness. The, that None dude better. was a ne- he, he was, was a next level. He wasn't even human. I don't think. Nah, I think he, the aliens dropped him on the yeah, earth and said, did. "You will just do fitness your life." And God threw out the mold. Hundred percent got him going. 100%. But I remember walking over to the training paddock because we we're down in in camp as a first day, and Billy used to always do a, a beep test. Oh, God, first day yeah, back, yeah, first to see day. where you were. Yeah, hundred percent. And I was walking over to the field, and Scott Sattler come over because Scott Sattler was a part of the coaching staff yeah, of the yeah. Gold Coast Titans at that time, and. He walked over to me and sort of shuffled me away from the rest of the boys I was walking over with. He goes, oh, Walks, you just want to let you know, he said, the coaches have all had a bet to see who's going to be the fittest. Yeah, right. See who's going to win the beep test. Wow. The Fords had just gone. Yeah. A couple of Fords had you know, reached pretty yeah, high yeah. levels. Yep. Anyway, it was a backs go. We were, we were second and yeah. he walked over and he said it to me and he goes, oh, Walks, I've, I've put – I've put money on you. you yeah, you're, right. you're my, you're so my you're runner. Like amped up. Oh, so now I'm like, I'm, like I'm, I'm fat as a mud. I'm fat as mud. <laughs> anyway, 
There was about, I think there was at the time, there was about 15 backs. Yeah. And okay. all, there was me, Scotty Prince, and one other. So yeah. there was three of us left. Yep. And I remember thinking to myself, I could just pull out now, but then what was resonating was Scott Sattler going, I've backed you. I've backed you. Don't you let me down. Yeah, you can't let him down. Anyway, so I just went. So I pushed myself, pushed myself, and then the other guy dropped out, so then it was just Scotty Prince and I. Yeah. And I've turned to push off at about, I think it's level 13 or 14. Yeah. And about three three laps before that, I thought, oh, I'll just pull out, but then I couldn't yeah. let Scotty down. Yeah. And we'd beat, so there was me and Scotty left, so we'd yep. beaten the forwards. And I was like, right, and then I turned to push off and just went bang, snap. Oh, wow. Snap me Achilles, and then I was coming back into rehab. Yeah. Four months into rehab, I snapped it again. So I missed the entire 2008 season. Yeah. So was that was that the last uh, season at the Gold no, Coast? No, 2000, 2009 Nine? was my last okay. season, and then I went to Cattle and Dragons. Cattle and Dragons. Because at first, I remember you didn't want to leave the Gold Coast Titans. Yep. Um, you're happy to stay there, but then you took a two-year deal with the Cattle and Dragons. Yes. What, what was that experience like to go, right, now I'm going to England or Europe yep. to um, to play for the Cattle and Dragons? It was awesome. Yeah. I, and the thing is, I just had, we just, Courtney and I just had our first baby, Harper. Okay, yeah, so yeah. when we when we made the decision, Harper was about one and a half. Yeah, okay. And then her birthday's early on in the year. And yeah. then we, we left um, to sign a, our two-year contract with yeah. the Cattle and Dragons. Yeah. We flew over. Um, and then two or three weeks when we landed, yeah. Courtney fell pregnant with the twins. Oh, true that. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. So, yeah, the twins were, yep. Did they have, did, were they born over there? Or no, no, we no, ended up coming back here. So, okay. yeah. Because you only done the one year of the contract? We did the one year, yeah. Yep. So I was supposed to be there for two, and then we got out because obviously Courtney was pregnant the whole yeah. time we are there. So uh, it made it really I difficult. I was say, it wouldn't, it wouldn't have been a very fun experience no, for her then. No, no, it wasn't. So And she needed that support by her mum and dad. So I just said to her, listen, yep. you know, football's you know, football's there. 100%. And, yeah. I can, and I can come back. And I wanted to finish yeah, yeah. back in the NRL. So then I yep. yeah, had- So you come you come back, what, 2011? Yep. To, to the Eels? The, yeah, Parramatta Eels. Oh, the old oh. Parramatta Eels. Yeah. Mate, I played at more clubs than Slim Dusty. Oh, I was going to say, mate, the, the list of uh, NRL clubs, but in saying that, you've probably made so many associates and oh, friends yeah. out of all the clubs you've been to, too. So, But 2011, you're at the Eels, six games yeah, and you're then, in. And then I, injuries, obviously- uh, injuries, and then I retired. I retired with about five games. To I was going to say you you sort of you went to the it's, it's sort of got uh, it said that you went to the officials and said, um, "Yeah, I'm done. I'm, I'm, done. I'm done. done." I had a because what I did, I'd seen a lot of players, and yep. I still see a lot of players today. Yep, they think that they're going to play until they're 45, yeah, and you know what they they think that. When they're going to make as much, they're going to make so much money when they're playing footy yep. that they're going to finish, they're going to retire, they're going to yep. live in a big house on the beach, and they're going to retire. It yep. Doesn't happen. No. So what I do, what I did, I I saw really early on in my career about you know, when I was 26, 27, I just realised that I'm not going to play football for the rest of my life, yep. and I'm not going to go out there and I'm not going to work for anyone else. So yeah. what I did is I made a decision in 2007 yep. to look for an opportunity to start a business while yep. I was playing football yep. as my exit strategy yeah, for yeah. rugby league. 100%. And the thing is, Rich, what these players don't understand is every single club, no matter who you play for, yep. no matter if they're first yep. to last, yep. We have the most incredible sponsors. We have yeah. the most incredible guys, yeah, yeah. incredible businessmen yeah, that are yeah. involved in these clubs, yeah, right? true. And you know what? The reason why they're involved with clubs is because they love the clubs. Yep. And they love the players. Players, definitely. So yeah. if you take an opportunity, if you, and I realize this 
yeah. early on in my yeah. career. If you take an interest in you know, one or two of the sponsors, and yep. you know, obviously, I used to take an interest in all of them yeah, because they're yeah, all yeah. good people. Yeah, yeah. And what that's that's what that's what sponsors sponsors love the club. They 100%. love the players. No. And if you're a player and you take an interest in what they yeah, do, they, they love the attention as well as from the players. Yeah. And you know what they they nine I'll say ten times out of ten I won't even I won't even question nine times out of ten. Yeah. Ten times out of ten, if if they see these smart businessmen, if they see these guys take an interest in business, yep. and it might be what they do. No, no. But it might be something affiliated yeah, yeah, with yeah. what they need yep. for their business. Yep. If you need so if you need if there was a if there was a really successful guy who owned a I don't know, a grass, yeah, yeah, like a, a turf lawn, company, lawn car, yeah, well, whatever. Well, they'll they'll need a lawnmower. They'll need, they'll need someone to cut that yeah, lawn. Yeah, They're yeah. not going to do it. No, nah, no. Nah. But if they, if you go right, I'll start a lawnmower business. I'll do all your work. Okay. Ten times out of ten, they're going to go. Yep, we'll give you a leg up. We'll give you an understanding. So what I did yeah. is I, I I found a um a, a turfing company that was involved with the Gold Coast Titans. Okay. Yeah. I right. got my yard. I got my yard turfed. Yep. And still had to pay for it, but yeah. I said to him, "What do you need?" And he yeah. goes, "Mate, we need earth moving equipment." Yeah, we, we, right. need, we need bobcats. Yeah. We need tippers. Yeah. So I went out, knew nothing about yeah, yeah, yeah. bobcats, yeah. knew nothing about tippers. I know yeah. dad, dad and mum had the fuel run when I was playing footy. Yeah, so yeah. I, I knew a little bit about trucks. And yeah. so I went, you know what? I'll go buy you. I'll go buy you for your, for your uh, farm. I'll yeah. go buy an earth moving. I'll go yeah, buy, right. uh, I went and bought a uh, posi track. Yeah. So I went and got a, Alone, yep. and I started an earth moving business before I'd finished playing football yeah, because yeah, I needed yeah. something, yeah, 100%. as an exit strategy. I needed yeah. that. I needed that fall because a lot of players, when they finish playing football, say, yeah. they fall. Yeah, hundred percent. There's a lot. There's, a lot, there's a lot of players that just think, as you say, they're going to play football for the rest of their lives. But then, when it comes to injury or they're they're old and they're getting contracts finished, then they're like. I'm not going to. I'm not going to get a job in but, the media. But then you, then you find, yeah, if you don't get a job in the media, but that, that's when a lot of them, sports people, it's a double-edged sword because they, they go into this part where there's no more crowds anymore. There's no more people Slapping coming them to, on the back, giving photos, you, giving you getting, free things. Yep. You know, and the attention's not there anymore. Now they're sitting there by themselves, going, "Wow!" And that's where they go. Whether they go to the alcohol, whether they go to the drugs, drugs. the depression. Yep. You see so many sportsmen who don't think. Uh, of an exit plan, exit strategy. Their life after football, their life yeah. after sport, not just football. It ha- like, but there's, rich- there's, you know, with NRL, uh, NRL these days should be. You'd think there'd be some sort of education around. Okay, guys, you're not going to play football the rest well, of the year. Well, they've gotten better at it. Are they? Okay. They get, they're getting better. Yeah. When we when we come through, they started introducing all that sort of stuff. But yeah. I like. I I sat down with um, one of the CEOs of one of the clubs, yep. one of the big clubs. Yep. This is going back ten years ago when I yeah. retired, and I said, "This is what I'm doing. You should do it for your young guys." So yeah. they implemented, okay. you know, sponsors nights where. Oh yeah, because yeah, what, yeah, no. I tell you what players do, they they train. Yep. Together. They play together, they eat together, they do everything together. They okay. go to these sponsors' functions, and you know what they do? They all go sit in a corner together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Instead of networking, networking the room. Around, if you network yeah, the room, hundred percent. Like you said, you find opportunities. That and like I said, I'm going back to what I said before. Yeah. These sponsors, they're involved with clubs because they love the club. Yeah, yeah. 
And if you go around and you talk to them and you you know you you strike up a conversation yeah, and you network up. that room, it opens up opportunities. Galore. And these guys love it. Like yeah, hundred yeah, percent. I know. Like even I had mentors. I still have mentors. Yeah. That, you know, that, that are worth hundreds of millions of dollars that I can ring and say, yeah. "Listen, I need some opinion on what I'm doing with business. Yeah, can you yeah. can you tell me? Yeah. Can you show me? Such a such a good. Uh, it's a powerful good thing. To yeah, hundred percent. Knowledge is a very powerful thing to be able to approach uh, business people who are already got that knowledge to yep. pass it on because that knowledge, if you get it, is for free. Yep. But yeah, it can set you up with a lot of a lot of different things. Hundred percent. So you finish in 2011 with the eels. Yep. You have a few years off. Four years off, or three years off, or whatever, and then the Ipswich Jets. The brothers are your brothers are coaching the Ipswich yep. Jets at this time, so you, you know, they call upon the the great Walker. <laughs> get I know, on, get, I know get they back call upon. I think I just, I think I just weasel my way weasel back in. So you played for the Ipswich Jets. Uh, you only done the one. The one and and you won the uh, won the sort of the NRL I think it was championship yeah, or NRL yeah, cup yeah, yep something like that against Newcastle yes so uh, yeah we won that when the comp we beat uh, the Townsville Blackhawks who yeah. had I think in that grand final I was out injured for the grand final that's probably how come we won it but yeah um, <laughs> I was out injured but I think I think the um, the Townsville Blackhawks yeah. I think they had like 700 games of NRL experience. Oh, and wow. We had, and, and Ipswich Jets had 13, 13 games yeah. amongst the whole team. And they still won. And we still won. Wow. And, then we, and then we went down and we played in the national championship against uh, the Newcastle Knights, yeah, your yeah. boys. Yeah, not my and boys, we, mate, but yeah, uh, they're, yeah, they're yeah. good. They're, yeah, well, yeah. They poor old Newcastle at the moment. They're gone. And then we went down and I think they had about 1,000 games um, amongst their team yeah, and we ended okay. up beating them. Um, yeah, we ended up, we ended up Actually playing a really good game, and that was yeah. before the Broncos played um, North Queensland oh, in the NRL oh, Grand okay. Final. Yeah, right. So it so was, was like an NRL State Championship or something, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah. So we, like. yes, we played the curtain raiser before the big dogs. Oh, so, okay. Um, yeah, right. And it was good too because yeah. there were two Queensland teams in the in the Grand Final. Yeah, yeah. So it actually felt like our home game. Hundred yeah, percent. And it was oh, awesome. Was I really, yeah. And that was my last ever game, so yeah. I went out a winner. So yeah, beautiful, beautiful. And you had the the state of origin, obviously proud Queenslander. I love Queenslanders yeah. too. <laughs> uh, two thousand one, two thousand two. You played all six games. Yep, that experience at that level. What's the what's the that's a lot of obviously with with uh, young guys who get interviewed after State of Orange. You go, that's just on another level. It's it's on another level. The, yeah. the week the week's on another level. Getting getting called up to play, yeah. is on another. I was going to say that. Like it is. It's a proud proud moment when you're a Queenslander, especially NRL player at that level. Yep. And all you want to do as a kid, all all I ever wanted to do as a kid was play for Queensland. Not I didn't. Yeah. Like I, I never got to play for Australia. Yeah, yeah. But it that doesn't bothers bothers me bother me as much as yep. if I got to play for Australia but never got to play for yeah, Queensland. Yeah, hundred percent. I'd be filthy. Yeah, yeah. But I, I'm so content. Yeah, that's right. Yep. With playing state of origin, yeah. I would. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Playing for your country oh, would 100%. be an honour, but playing for my state, yeah, outweighs playing for even Australia. even from a spectator's point of view. I feel because the only real main three games I watch a year and NRL these days is Origin, and when you watch Origin, man, it's it's like you're that nervous the whole whole game watching yeah. back and forward, back and forward. The 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 hits are so the hard. Speed. The speed is so so it's fast. But and then you, when you get all those the best of the state of origin teams, they go into the Australian team and play another yeah. New Zealand or England. Where it just seems like the level goes down a little it bit. Does. It's like it oh, does. that's not as that's not as not fast as, not as, fast crazy as, as state of origin is. You know, and that and that's that's why 
State of Origin now has been around for 42 years. Yeah. And it will never go. And you know what? It, it is only getting better, yep. faster, and more entertaining. Like yep. that last game this year oh, yeah. wow. was incredible. Wow. Like those, How physical was that? Buddy? Those those boys, they're warriors. Like they 100%. are, they are, they are gladiators. They're to, modern to day gladiators. Two of the main players get knocked out in the first couple of minutes. And then, then you, you're thinking, how can we win this from here? Yeah. And then and, Benny Hunt at that last bit. Yeah. Oh, my God. And it was no, so nice to see Ben Hunt. 100%. Because he's so, he was so underestimated. I think he's been underestimated all his career. Like he do, he w- doesn't play g- a juniors game every single game. Yeah. But when he when he's in the big games and he needs to produce something, he, he is always the one that always Ben Hunt, State of Origin. He's the big name up there. Yeah. Playing for St George or club level, Benny Hunt. You hear every now and again. The best thing for Queensland was Cam Munster being um, taken out yeah. with COVID yeah. on the Friday before because what. What it did for the mindset of New South Wales, you could see, and they were like, "Oh well, he's oh, out. We've Munster's got this. We've got we this. have got this. We're going to take the shield." Yeah, and I think that you know, <laughs> but how many, how many over the years, how many times do you see? And I'm always a big believer because the Queensland passion is saying so, this is where the big kerfuffle was with John Z and all that. The New South Wales, when they come into it, because they're always favourites. New South Wales, always. Why? I don't that's know. Good. I don't. I don't, know. I don't care. But that's what care. that's what suits, I think, Queensland's passion because they come in and go. Well, they're already favourites. Every I single game of every single year, New South Wales is favourites, and it seems to be put. It seems to put them in a false sense of security that they've already won the shield before they start the three games. Well, I, I tell Fiddler's, you, Fiddler's been the best thing. To happen for New South Wales in regards to doing old school stuff yep. and bonding and all that, but it still doesn't take away from the spirit and the passion that Queensland, being the underdogs every single game, seem to produce. I don't know whether it's a ma- I don't magical. Know. If, if I was if I was playing for New South Wales and uh, it wouldn't sit well with me nah. to be a favourite all the time, all the time, but. I don't care. No, we win. Well, Queensland don't care because they go. We love it like that. That's yeah. how. That's why we find the. Maybe they should flip. Maybe they should flip it. I don't. I don't, you I don't know, know. Maybe you, the maybe the maybe the stupid journos yeah, who are back in New South know, Wales you know, and put them at favourites because New South Wales obviously it. is the NRL state. You know, that's the football state. They'll they will never. I don't think ever Queensland will be favourites for any series. And they can keep it that way. I don't 100%. care. Hundred percent. I couldn't I care less. As a, as a Queensland lover of Queenslanders, uh, state of origin, I, I couldn't care less because every time you see the Wales and they tick it off and go, "Oh, we've got this one on the bag," and then you got okay, you got four debutants in state in the Queensland side. Those debutants pull out the biggest games of their lives, mm. and you say, "Well, I was sitting there, go, what the hell just happened there?" Yeah. Because it's the same mindset every single series. But they, they, Rich, I, I, I could sit here talking about Star Wars for fifty odd years, <laughs> but I'm not. I don't care. They can have it. They can be favourite for, for the rest of my life. I don't 100%. care. But uh, any, it's it's great to talk to. Obviously, a, a state of origin Queenslander champion. But uh, <laughs> so. You finish all your career, your post career. You say you with the charity fun, yep, fun, fun of my, my challenge, challenge yep. is a big thing for you. Um, you done the walk, you know the walk that that um, obviously I, I watched a lot of from was it Cairns, Cairns yeah, to the from, Gold Coast. Walk from Cairns to Gold Coast. How many how many days was that? I was away for seventy one days. Seventy one days. Wow. And I tell you what, it was the greatest experience of my life. Yeah. And I think the, probably the happiest person 
was my missus because yeah. I was away for 71 days. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, like, I did it last year, yeah. um, you know, 2021. Yeah. Um, got the got the uh, the okay from our CEO. Yeah. He looks after everything. Yeah. Um, to do the walk, so that was that was a big tick. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I had the most amazing team, my support team. Yeah. I had um, a local Ford dealership down um, down at Brisbane supplied three cars. Wow. Um, we got them all decked out. We had a, I, I had my father drove the front car. Yeah, right. Um, we had Nate Miles as yeah, dad. Yeah, right. I've seen, seen Nate Miles do some yeah. uh, mileage with you. Milo, Milo, he drove the second car, and then we had um, we had another guy drive uh, the back car. Yeah, okay. Um, Big uh, Will, Will yep. Van Oss, mate. He was he was so good. He so Will seventy one days. Will was yeah. Will's Will's a truck driver. Yeah. Okay. So what we did is we because he had the experience on yep. the two ways and whatnot. Yeah. We put him in the back car. Yeah. So he just dropped back. Yeah. And you know he'd just talk to the talk to the big rigs coming through. Oh, okay. Yeah. Listen, right. On. Listen, guys, you got to walk on the on the road. Yeah. Keep an eye out for him. But you know the best thing after every day, Will used to come over to me and go, "Listen," he said, "Mate." Because there are a lot of truck drivers that do the weekly commute from Brisbane and take Cairns, take, Brisbane, yeah, and they they yeah. do the run, so they'll, yep. they'll either take produce to Cairns or whatever they're yeah, taking yeah, to Cairns, yeah. and then bring back a load to yeah. Brisbane. So they're on the road every day. Yeah, so, right. So Will used to go walks, you know, truck number whatever come through. He goes, mate, keep on doing what you're doing, mate. Yep. Love it because what the what the truck drivers used to do is I'd drive up and then yep. the next week I'd be, you know. 200k is more down yeah, the road. Yeah, They're like, yeah. oh yeah, he's coming through. Yeah. Yeah, he's coming through Townsville, and then and then by the end of it, yeah. I'd be just getting honks from trucks that yeah, have seen yeah. me do the whole thing. Yeah, wow. And then people pulling over, people coming in, giving yeah. support. It was a really. It was yeah. during the height of COVID. Yeah. When everything was doom and gloom, everyone was in lockdown. North yeah. Queensland were walking around like hundred percent, like nothing changed. And you know what? No one spoke about COVID the whole trip yeah. until I got to Sunshine Coast. Yeah. Until I got into metropolitan areas, everyone starts freaking that, out about it. That's the best thing about Queensland, the state of Queensland, even with the fight promotions and everything than when we used to live on the Sunshine Coast, there is no rules up there. No rules. I loved it. It's awesome. <laughs> and every it's time, the West. then I come to New South Wales and Victoria and it's like strict rules, you're locked oh. up and you're like, take me back to Queensland, yeah? yeah? It, was, it, it was like, I think we had 10 days of lockdown. Well, they do call it the Cowboy State, don't they? Yeah. And, hey, the Sunshine State. Yeah, 100% <laughs> the Sunshine State. But uh, but in saying that, the walk was 71 days. Yep. You raised, what, 30000 40000 no, or something? No, I raised $250,000. Wow, that's 200, crazy. Grand, yeah, yeah, I must have just seen you with a check for 30000 yeah, yeah. for some reason. But and then we donated to five different chari- uh, four different charities, yeah, so they, right. all got, they all got their slice. So wow. It was, aw- it was awesome. It was, yeah. it was probably one of the best things I've ever done in my life. Yeah, yeah. So. And, and the people you would have met along the road would have yeah. been incredible. Crazy. Incredible. And then getting towards uh, another – experience you had a near death experience <laughs> you know after your fitness fitness world your, your rugby league world everything else talk us through because you nearly died at it, was it in Cairns Townsville Townsville you nearly there was an experience where you nearly actually died yeah. and I, and I've obviously because I've known you for a lot of years but when that happened it was the craziest thing you know I thought wow you were very lucky you even survived yeah I, um a week before Christmas last year, yep. Um, on the seventeenth of December, I was up 
um, obviously promoting the vodka. Yep. One of my good mates had a pop-up bar that he'd um, had the council approval to be there for six weeks. He yep. ordered you know, a shit ton of vodka off me. Yep. And went up and said, listen, mate, I'll, I'll come up for the opening weekend, you yep. know, help promote the, you know, what you're doing, help yep. promote our vodka, our brand. They were packing up and, yeah, I, the the side of the shipping container actually fell on me and crushed was it my the, legs. Was it the actual side, the whole side whole of it side. or the door? So what they do is they manufacture and they cut out, yeah. they cut out sides of the shipping container. Yeah. Then they lower those down and then they become the ramp into the bar. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that's how, yeah, that's how, so wow. when it, yeah, so it just, it just, yeah, come down on my legs, crush my legs. And looking back on it now, I was, I was actually talking to my missus before I went up, talking to Courtney about yeah. it. I said, listen, I'm going to take Chase up with me. Oh, so he wow. would have been, he would have been with me and, wow. and Chase is my little shadow yeah he wasn't there yeah, it's yeah. all his it's all you know hypothetical yeah. but yeah I would have had Chase there but yeah I, I snapped both my legs yeah um, compound fracture on my left leg so bone looking at your bone sticking out wow. yeah it wasn't wasn't the greatest my right tibia snapped so I've got two rods going down my tibias now wow. um, I, I uh, cracked my patella and I've found out about no, oh, I must have been two months or month, two and a half months after the accident happened. My knee kept on blowing out. My yep. left knee kept on blowing up. Yeah. And I went into my specialist and said, mate, listen, there's something going on here. Yeah. He goes, oh, it's from the cracked patella. There's a lot of fluid in there. I said, no, it doesn't feel right. And he yep. goes, yeah, okay, we'll put you in for an MRI. Yeah. And then I found out that I've, I've done my ACL. And oh, I've done my meniscus what? now, so wow. I've got to wait for I've got to wait for the uh, the rods to come out, which will come out, I think, in January next year. And then I'll get a knee reconstruction. Man, that would have been, especially coming from like the the fit yeah. footballer. And, and doing then, the walk. And doing the walk for 70, 71 plus days, whatever it was, to then being hospitalized with two broken legs, yep. rods in the legs. Mentally, man, that oh, it's that must it, took, it took you to some really dark places yeah, at that stage. And that vodka it, would have been getting hammered. Oh, <laughs> no, it was good because I wasn't, I wasn't I was on the vodka. Say, I wasn't having the vodka because I – and I'm still – you know, it happened nine and a half months ago, and I'm still, you know, on painkillers and yeah, whatnot. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, you do, you know, you, there's, you know, for, for seven days, you're not, for seven days of a week, yep. you're not 100% right for seven days. You yep. might have, you might have one day where you actually feel okay, okay and then you've got yep. six days where you, you know, you're, I'm in constant pain. So, yeah. like sitting here now, like I can feel, yeah, I can feel my, my fractures and I can feel the pain. Yeah, wow. Um, but, Rich, again, in life, yeah. there are always someone else out yeah, there that yeah, are a lot yeah. worse off than yeah. you. So you try and you, know, you you just try. I, I I deal with it. Try and deal with it internally. There yeah. there are some days where I'll, I'll talk to the missus. Yeah, I'll talk yeah. to Courtney. And it'll be as frustrating as hell, and I'll have yeah. that yeah you know, that dark conversation with her. Yeah, not yeah, not that I'm going to kill myself. But, no, 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 no. But you had that. Yeah, yeah. the the. And you've got, you got to talk about these things too, oh, you yeah, know, because I mean, we've all, certain people have been in dark times and and myself has been there too, but I've always found personally in what I've gone through adversity, but talking about it, sometimes you feel embarrassed about talking about certain things, but when you talk about it, it seems like a big relief off your, off your chest. and Huge, huge relief. Huge relief, yeah. And I remember even even you know when when Greeny and when Michael Purcell took yeah. their life a couple of weeks ago. I, I was I was having a really really bad day on a Friday, so yeah. I was, so Greeny took his life on the on the Thursday. Mick took his life on the Sunday or the Sunday before. Yeah. Anyway, um, I just remember having a really bad day because I was talking yeah. to a couple of Greenies close mates, and, yeah. and it re- like I was at home by myself, and it really hit home for yeah. me. And I was on my way then down to Byron Bay to deliver some vodka to some venues that we've yeah. got down there. 
it's amazing when you do talk. Yeah, when, when, 100%. when blokes talk. Yeah. Because I rang, I rang Dan, my business partner, and I said, listen, mate, I'm having a bad day today. Mm. I said, I'm really down. I said, yeah. not that I'm going to do anything nah, bad, nah, I said, nah. but I'm just having, yep. like, I'm just not right in the head. Yep. And he goes, mate, you're not always right in the head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we just sat there, and it took me 45 minutes to drive down to the bar, and I was yep. on the phone to him the whole time. When I got out of the car, and I was like, holy shit, that that, yep. that talk, it only took 100%. 40 minutes. Or I think I was on the phone with him for yeah, about half yeah. an hour. It's like, geez, I feel really good now. Yeah. I feel good. I got it off my chest. 100%. And Rich, this is what happens. This is what males, I'll go, I'll go back to males, and males take their lives much more, the, yep. the, the percentages of males taking yep. their life to females yep. is much higher. Yep. And I put it down to this, and this is only just me. Yeah, yeah. This is not me. This yeah. is not anyone else giving me this information. Yeah. This is what I've worked out. Yeah. I've worked out that when women get together, yeah. they'll go to lunch, yeah. and they'll sit there, and they'll talk about their problems. And 100%. you know what? The whole time they're at their lunch, or the whole time they're with each other, yeah. there'll be tears, there'll be laughter, there'll yeah, be everything yeah, in yeah, between. Yeah. Because you know what? They'll talk about how bad their husbands are or yeah, boyfriends yeah, are, yeah, and they get off their chest. Yeah. You know what boys do when they go yeah. to lunch or go to the pub with their boys? Yeah. They don't They don't talk about nah, their problems. Nah. But you know what it stems from? Yeah. It stems from- at a young age, yeah, yeah. Like I grew up with four boys. Yeah, mum and dad had four boys in the yeah. family. When one of us would fall down, yeah, and this is no, this is no gripe against yeah, my yeah, dad. Yeah, like would fall down, graze their knees, start yeah. crying. Dad would go, "Come on, get tough up and up, tough, tough and up. up. Boys don't cry." Yeah, yeah. And I do it, this, but it stems, it stems from that generational thing, doesn't and it? And it stems from it stems from males. Yeah, always thinking that's right. They've got to hide their emotion because at a young age, yeah, they were told by their parents, no, or their yeah. father, no fault of their yeah. their upbringing. Yeah. But it was just it's just the male mindset. Hundred percent. And but it was slowly changing because I've got, like I said, I've got twins, boy girl yeah, twins. Yeah. Yep. And I and I I did this with with my twins. Yeah. When Chase would fall down, yeah, I'd walk over and go, "Get up, Chase. Mm. Boys, don't sh- don't show your emotion. Don't cry. Yeah. Boys, boys, don't cry. Yeah. Get up. We're, we're tough. Yeah. But you know what? Two minutes later, my daughter, which yep. is his sister, yep. who is he's twenty minutes older than, yeah, she'd fall over, yeah, graze and knees, start crying. You know what I'd do? Yeah. I'd run straight over yeah, there yeah. and I'd pick her up. Yeah, come here, darling. Yeah. Oh, you're it's like come it, on. our princesses, aren't they? But then, but then, Chase, we'll as my boy, he'd, he'd see that. Yeah. Oh, what's Dad neglecting me for? Hundred percent. So now I, I, yeah. I always ask my kids. Yep. When I'm home, I always yep. ask my kids if I'm not away all the time. Yep. I always try if I'm away. I yep. always try and ring my kids. Yeah, yeah, definitely. At night to yep. say how he's going. That's right. But when I'm with them, I always ask how they're feeling. Yeah. I always yeah. ask if they're sad, happy, or yeah, any, no, anything I've, in between. I've, I'm, I've done the same with because my I want to teach my young boy. Yeah. it's okay to talk about your emotions because yeah. you know what, boys, bottle it up and they yeah. fucking blow their yeah, head off. Yeah, wouldn't it? Wouldn't Wouldn't it be nice to actually get get through that? message to two guys in particular like because obviously we're guys so we're, we're sort of focused on the men is to when they are having a having a shit day or a down day to to ring up a friend to ring up whoever and just go you know what i'm having a crap day this is what i'm going through and but the other person who's listening to sit there and listen to it because yeah. that's you know when you're sitting there listening even though you go oh i'm just listening to them blabber on but you realistically, what you're doing is you're helping this person get through an episode of their life that even could, have, even could have save their life. Even if you don't say anything, hundred percent. Just listen. Just listen. Just and listen. then just say. And then and, and you know what? I, I've I've started saying to my 
to my mates. Yeah. Love you, mate. Yeah, hundred percent. I've yeah, I say and to it's a not, lot of it's lot not of, a fucking I, I'm gay. No, but no, no, no. And there's nothing wrong with that either. Hundred no, percent. But but some boys like you hear you hear women, you hear girls. Yeah. Always tell their friends, oh, I love you. Yeah, and, yeah, 100%. You know, whereas males, like, you say, yeah. oh, I love you. Yeah. And they're like, and they're, uh, uh, huh? what? Yeah. Did, did, did I hear right? Yeah, yeah. But, but that's, it's, it's just a term of, in, it's just yeah. uh, and I'll tell you what else too, Rich, this is another thing. If you're having a bad day, yeah. give someone a compliment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Out of the blue. Yeah. Might be someone yeah. giving you a coffee. Yeah, 100%. Have a taste and go, that's really nice coffee. Yeah. Change your mindset. You'll be, you'll be surprised the positive, the positivity that comes. Self. Yeah, on your 100%. own self. When you yeah. give someone a when you give someone a positive positive yeah. reinforcement, yeah, and you tell them, yeah, you know, that they've done a good job. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't just go to there. Yeah, and, know, and, and it I, doesn't I, help them mentally. I, it helps I, you I mentally. do that. Yeah, I'm 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 with you. I wish a lot of guys would sit there and and talk about their feelings yeah. uh, instead of going, oh, that you know, that's just. Nothing. That's bullshit. You know, you shouldn't be yep. doing that. You've got to be toughing up and strap. But yeah, that's that's the life we go through. But it's uh, a life, unfortunately. But, but it is changing. Yeah, the the shift. There's a shift there that's shifting. Yeah, and males Hopefully. are talking. More males are talking. Yeah, yeah. More males don't mind talking about it. Like yeah, you, right. you get the guys. Like, are oh, you weak if you talk yeah, about your problems? But, like fuck off. But but if you're in a better place, then so yeah. be it for them. You know, yeah. but. But mate, I just want to I want to thank you for the chat this morning, brother. <laughs> oh, good, brother. It's been uh, it's been some great insights into your career and just in life in general, like football and and post. So, uh, and what uh, you know, if if I had to say the last sort of give you the last question in regards to uh, what is Chris Walker's rich life, the thing that makes you totally happy, positive, and really love in your life these days, uh, throughout everything you've been through, what what would you say it would be? Oh, without one iota, without one doubt, is my family. Yeah, my three kids and my yeah. wife, and yeah. my brothers and my and my mum and dad. Yeah, and their families too. Like yeah, just yeah. family. Like yeah, I get I'm, the, the I'm getting emotional. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Get, a, get this one on camera. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it, like yeah, hundred percent. It it, it it you can't beat it. Building building a building a vodka. Yep. A brand yep. is awesome, is nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Having fun my challenge yep. as as a passion project and seeing the lives that you change with, with this. Hundred percent. Um is my rich life. Yeah. But going home and talking to my kids yeah, and yep. seeing them play sports, yep. seeing them happy. Yeah. You know, seeing my wife happy. Yeah. Me being off the drink. Yeah. That's my rich life. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Because the last eight months or last nine months, yep. yep I'll finish with this. It has been a negative about my legs. Yeah, yeah. It but did. it's also taken me away from. It's 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 taught me how to say no to people. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I always wanted to please people. So, yes, yes. And yes. you know what? Me pleasing people takes yeah. me away from my family. 100%. But the last nine months, I haven't been away from my family. Yeah, beautiful. And my relationship with my kids. Yeah. Is so yeah is always here. Yeah. It's, it's so through much, the roof. So much stronger. Yeah. Hey. Uh, beautiful. Thank you, legend. Thank you. You. Done. Thank you, the Rich Life Projects.